0: And it you get starstruck on the red carpet? No, I mean, there's moments. It's always weird people. Like, because when you're doing it, you're so, again, like I said, it's like you're getting the soundbite. So you're like, oh, here's Billy. Eilish. I need to ask her this, this, this. Okay, great. How am I going to do that? I'm going to interact. I'm listening. I'm watching Who's coming else down the carpet that I need to make sure to wrap this up? You know, there's so much going on yeah. in your head. So it's more about like getting the soundbite um but like i'll get starstruck about weird people i mean obviously like the beyonce's and rihanna's of the world like that's like a an energy that you see and you're like (gasps) okay that's star power um but like for me it's like always random people like uh someone i grew up watching on a tv show like Mm -hmm. full house like i remember the first time i I, interviewed candace cameron beret who's dj tanner i was like oh my gosh it was (laughs) early on in my career but i was so starstruck because i grew up watching that show so it's like weird weird ones Mm
1: -hmm. see but Mm -hmm. you know what's funny I, it just happens organically. Every person on this podcast, obviously, it's a dating podcast. Right. So it's mostly dating people has met their partner on dating app.
0: I was like against it, not against so that, but I was just is. like, this is cheesy. Like, I'm I'm so social. I'm out at events every night. I'm going to festivals, this that. Like, I was like, I don't need to do these. Like, you know, that was that was sort of the, the mindset at first, yeah, right. 100%. And then during the pandemic I was like whatever this is just the way of the world and it is
2: and I think the pandemic kind of made it even more prevalent just in the fact that we were locked inside our houses and even if you are so like you're a social butterfly you had you were forced to kind of like seek connection in a virtual way totally um but it's also just like with the times like we're so technologically based as a society now and even if you are out and about when you get home you're just kind of like I wonder who's there I wonder what's right. going on. I'm
0: bored <laughs> yeah exactly which what is app did you
1: par- meet your partner on Raya R- oh Ooh. wow So you know, it's which who, is like
0: the percentage there we always talk, we talk about, about that about a because
1: um, a lot of people like to give us unsolicited feedback which I love and adore <laughs> right. and uh, they're usually like you need more quality men on the app and I'm like okay like that's a great right unique perspective but also what right. marks quality but, yeah, like, what's what, quality exactly so they're Usually saying like good looking guy, so I'm like okay, you could probably find that on Raya, but then you'll. But then go they're on flaky, and it's, yeah, exactly. like, it's like it's like
0: models, go. DJs, like it's like the. It was like
1: the right, so as I talked to them, like you'll you'll go on Raya, you'll meet these quality people, not connect with them, and be like I hate dating apps, and then <clears> come back stuck at square one. Right, so it's like okay, right, right. <laughs> but it's interesting that we you might be the first
2: success story I've ever heard from
0: from Raya. Yeah, year and a half, just moved in together.
1: Wow! Nice. I
2: know. Well, this is going to be crazy. one of my questions, but I'm so glad that we've just kind of got that out of the way already. <laughs> <laughs> to begin with, They you. Go, a year and a half. Yeah. Yeah. It's congratulate. Great. How do you see Thank it? You. Progressing? Do, yeah. Progressing. Oh yeah. I def- he's definitely my my guy. You know. Nice. Isn't that yeah. such a beautiful feeling? It's
0: funny that I I'm so not. I'm, we can talk about this, but I'm like so not that girl that was ever like. I actually was. I I was single for a while, and I was. I date, I've dated a lot. Like done the dating apps, like all of them, and um, I was, and I've never been that girl that was like um. Oh, like when I know I'll know like I always thought that was like I was like that seems like you know because like you meet people you have connections but like I'm like I never was like I'm sold on this person and mm. then I like
1: she says knew. that about me yeah she knew you knew but I knew. don't say that about her right? I think important. guys are different guys are
0: different yeah. so rude no I know when I first date I literally I have a home. theory about that actually why guys why it's different for guys why what's your theory let me say it now. Well, so we kind what of we're already doing, started anyway. Where, we already did okay.
1: So the beauty of our, our our podcast is it's very informal. Cool, Very love open. that. We do have a formal introduction, <clears throat> but we're kind of playing with Dude. it where it's like it breaks up the organic flow. Right right, 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 right. Like so, that like, I'm too. sure at some point we'll get into the formal introduction <clears throat> of you, but yeah, right. we're rolling. So it's fine. Say? I
0: say, ladies and that. gentlemen,
2: this is Chelsea Briggs. Hello, <laughs> on the podcast today, we're so excited Hello. to have you here. Thanks for
0: having me, guys. Yeah, I want to
2: hear this. My theory, yeah, the theory.
0: So I think that women fall in love with men the more like quality time they spend with them the more you know connection they have with them the um intimate moments like that's when women are like okay this is my person whatever that's when they fall in love I think men fall in love when they're actually not with them and when they have a chance to miss them so Uh, like I I think the space so like the minute like for guys they have to like you know, they say, like, women that are, like, naggy or, like, desperate. Like, guys, it's... it's Clingy. Yeah. It's, it's, like, guys need to, like, figure it out themselves. So I think it's, like, in the moments when they're away and they're, like, they think of that woman, whoever, um, and they're, like, oh, I miss her. And that's, like, when they think they, they start realizing it themselves.
2: I feel like he would really agree with what you're saying. 100%
1: agree. And I, I never really thought about it in that way. hmm But I definitely agree. Like, even, you know, when you go on a, on a, on a date with somebody you know what your agenda is going to that date, whether it's like, right. okay, there's a potential to be serious with this person or it's just for fun. Um, but even if it is just for fun or you know it's going nowhere, if that person plays hard to get in some type of way, it's super attractive. It's like, right. but why are you not interested in me? Right, like, Why? it's a challenge. Yeah, and it's just like, even though it's not going anywhere, I still want to know, what about me that you're not right. reaching out? Why? How busy well, are you? How busy right. are you? But, is
2: it, yeah, but as I say, is it like not the, the fact that they're like, Oh, I'm not talking to you and you wonder why. It's more so like that they're so busy and like fulfilled and yeah, like the mystique. full in their right. own life. That yeah, they're I kind of like, well, this is nice, but this person is like, it's not on high on my priority. I think works. it's the most
1: attractive thing about anybody is mystique. Right. Like, what are you doing? Why are you busy?
2: You have your own stuff
0: going on.
1: I think it's so cool, that, so attractive. Yeah,
0: I had that it was funny. Cause I think I just kind of mm. I kind of I've heard that now since that sort of theory, but I instinctively came up with that. With my boyfriend my now boyfriend because I remember knowing that I knew right away that he was my guy and I actually said to him at one point I think this was like three months in I said to him um, I know you're Mike I know you're my guy I know you're my person and it's okay if you don't know now because I know you will mm. and it was like I've never been that like confident but I just like knew and but I instinctively remember thinking that like when because he, he travels for work and so he'll go away once a week and I remember him being away and being like, I'm just gonna like let him be, like let him have his time, let him have his space, and I'm just gonna go on with my life. I think that's what you need to do. You need mm. to be continue doing your routine, continue doing the things that like make you happy and independent.
1: Yeah. When when we actually we actually broke up for a while because but four months, mm, three months, four yeah, months, yeah. And all of this happened and she was like posting on Instagram and like working out, yeah, girl. and like going to all these cool parties. <laughs> and I was like a I was like <laughs> Shit, she's so cool. I'm like, I don't know what she's doing. Were
0: you like, is he watching?
2: Is he <laughs> I, think, I think the first, like literally, and I will be honest, I think the first month I was, but then after that I was like, you know what, like it truly this is my time and kind of going back to what you were saying before, it's like, this is my time to really focus on myself. Right. Like, regardless of what happens, like, I love him. I In my in my mind's eye, he was my person, but maybe he's not. So let me right. just focus on myself, build myself back up. Right. Go and do all the coolest fucking shit that I like to do. That's right. And then if it's meant to be, it will be. Right. And I think it was because I, I really turned inward and I went, nah, I'm just going to live my life the way that I want to. Then he was like.
1: Yeah. I mean, men, men, men are stupidly are ego-based. Yeah. It's like, oh, you need me? All right. Well, I'm going to. Right. Run with it. I have options. Yeah. But I find it (laughs) also really
2: interesting on the flip side, like throughout dating, that's the way. But like in like a marriage, I'm sure you can attest to this. It's like having your partner need you and rely on you and lean on you is actually a really beautiful and attractive thing. You know what I mean? Well, yeah.
1: Once you marry somebody, it's totally different. But that's what I'm saying. So I
2: think it's very interesting, the dichotomy between those two things. So the, the... yeah, the difference between them. I'm not at the marriage part yet, but I'll, like, <laughs> yeah, I'll any check back in. <laughs> yeah. Get some know. advice from you guys. <laughs> <laughs> We're always here for it. Okay, first of all, is, let's open these drinks because Ooh. I'm so oh, okay. So your drink
1: of choice was?
2: Oh. A tequila yeah. espresso Yeah, yes. We got them made at Gracias Madre. Okay, like I delicious. love Gracias. I mean, me too.
1: Ooh.
2: Oh my God, Wait, look? this actually is an espresso martini? Yeah. I think so, oh, except yeah. it's not creamy. Tequila espresso martini. Yeah. Have you ever had one? I've never. I've had a vodka one, but I've never had. No. A big, but it's not creamy. Gotta, Isn't it supposed to be creamy? Or is that? Is it just coffee and tequila? <laughs> I
1: don't know. It Cheers. Tastes, it oh. t- tastes like my two favorite things. We're all gonna be
2: like
0: buzzed up, <laughs> literally. And <laughs> On One
1: time, so I would say fifty percent of the guests choose alcohol. Eh, sixty maybe. Oh. One only one time, and we oh only God. get three drinks. Okay. It's like one for each person. Right.
0: Boring. I'm just kidding. One
1: one episode we got four drinks. So we had an extra drink or two. And my old co-host didn't drink. So there was three extra drinks. And halfway through the podcast, like I wasn't paying attention. Our guest was just acting a little off. Oh no. So we were like looking at each other, like, what's going on? We looked. She had started stashing the drinks behind her. no She
2: was like three margaritas deep.
1: (laughs) And she it was funny because if you watch the podcast, it started off so normal. Right. And then it just goes that's haywire. Normal. And we're like, whoa, she's, she's a that's she's a great a, episode that, that was right great. there. Her, really.
2: She's she's little as well. She's tall, but she's little. So it's right. just like it went straight through her. But honestly, one of the more entertaining episodes is right. because she was like, like yeah. she's just literally. She's like, no, fuck
1: old, my ex, he's a fucking like just <laughs>
2: No, hold back. I love that. It's hilarious, but I feel like we're gonna be so caffeinated from this. There's no there's no I know, short, sorry guys. No, I don't be it. sorry at all. <laughs> <laughs> been, no one's sleeping tonight. I actually love an opportunity to drink something different, so here we are. Yeah. All right. Let's – I love that we're talking about dating, but let's take it back a little bit and talk about you first and then we can kind okay. of get into the, the depths of dating again. Great. Um So I want to know a little bit and share with our listeners a little bit about your journey and how you ventured into the entertainment industry.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, in high school, I knew I wanted to go into like hosting, producing. Um, I would do like the morning announcements and I just loved doing it, even though my teachers were like, you're too peppy (laughs) in the morning. But, um, and then I knew uh, I went to New York and I was like, I'm going to intern MTV. That's like what I wanted to do. That was like, and so when I went, so when I went to college, I chose broadcasting as my major Ended up interning at MTV um and then came out to LA. I've been in LA like 16 years, which is pretty crazy. Oh, you
2: beat me. <laughs> what are you? Uh 12.
0: Okay, but we're up there. But you're Hot past minute. the 10, the 10
2: mark. Fucking solid. I man.
0: know. That means you're past, like, past true, a decade,
2: then you're a true blue. So true. LA person, yeah.
0: Um, and then moved to LA and was doing production stuff, working at MTV, whatever. And then I knew I wanted to do more on camera stuff, which, you know, it's tough out here. You have to um kind of make your own way and I so I started Hollywire which was um YouTube uh it was kind of like also it was in 2009 I want to say so it was like kind of the beginning of I mean YouTube have been around for a while but um kind of the beginning in a sense mm-hmm. like Hollywire was sort of one of one of the first channels that was like hosted by a personality but giving like entertainment news and music news and so um and my big thing was like it's always been i love music and um discovering new artists and so i would because i couldn't get like the big artists at the time i'd reach out to artists that i knew were going to be blow up in the next three to five years so like i would then i'd get interviews with them
1: what is hollywood
0: so hollywood it's like a teen pop culture Outlet. Now it's kind of turned more influencer based because I sold yeah. it a handful of years ago. Um, but it was basically like a YouTube channel website, and I would do daily videos. Um, I had like series too that I would do, um, but posted like every day, a few, t- few videos a day, three to five videos a so day. You're like
1: ahead of the curve of right this content consistency,
0: world. exactly. Yeah, um, and I would just post about stuff I loved, and it was like you know at the time One Direction was big, and so I was kind of one of the first outlets to cover One uh, Direction in the US. Nice. I know okay. Harry Styles. Love. Good job, babe. He's good job. Any other ones? You know any other?
1: Of the One Direction people. Niall.
0: you
2: Zayn.
1: Oh, I heard of Zine. Were you a
2: directioner? Um, my sister was. Okay. Absolutely loved and adored them. Couldn't They're get great. enough of them. And then by proxy, like, I mean, listen, I have a good bop to their songs, even to this day. It, I mean, in the yeah. car, I like put it out and scream in Joe's face, like singing the songs. It's really it's really like,
1: really uh Jonas Brothers, right?
2: Oh, I can go yeah. I mean, like again, that was kind of like me when I was growing up was a Jonas Brothers. Right. So it's just nostalgia. Totally. Plus they're back now. Right. So,
1: okay. So now, so sometimes I like to get too entrepreneurial and I yeah, love yeah. the fact that you started Hollywire. Um, so how, like, what was that road like building that and like obviously selling it?
0: Yeah. Um, I mean, it was funny. Like I was just, I like sometimes look back on that, like who I was then this like fearless, you know, when you first move to LA, you're just like, I'll do whatever I'm fearless, <laughs> whatever. And I was just really determined. and. I just had a vision and went with it and um, ended up like it really quickly built. Like, I think within the first, I want to say like a few months, we were like at a million, which like then a was a lot.
1: million subscribers? Yeah.
0: Which then was Whoa. a lot. Which, you know, now That's it's still like. a lot. Yeah. Yeah.
1: What do you mean? Yeah, yeah. Well, you
0: look at like TikTok stars that have like eighty-five million
2: or Instagram. You but, know, but YouTube
1: subscribers are right, valuable. Having
2: a million is is more common nowadays. It's still still just as impressive, but it's just because it's more common that it's right. like, perhaps not like as astounding as back back in the day well, when if you we had million right.
1: subscribers. Oh no, you'd be yeah, so happy. Go through the roof. Hey,
0: let's do it. <laughs> we let's manifest will. that. Um, but yeah, so then uh, just was consistent with it. it. Grew really fast, and because I was interviewing these artists that were they. They actually ended up blowing up really quickly. Like I, I was one of the first people to interview Ed Sheeran in the U.S. Imagine Dragons. I was their very first interview ever at South by Southwest.
1: She's such a big Ed Sheeran. He's guy. my
0: favorite. He's my favorite. Is he just as beautiful? The best. <laughs> the sweetest. Like, th- like the thing that's cool about him. And I've gotten this. And it's cool because I built relationships with artists because I was kind of one of the first people that supported them. Mm. And Ed, the first time I met him, he's like you're Chelsea, the Hollywood hotman. And he like knew like about the show and he's like, thanks for covering my stuff. Like, um, and then still to this day, like if I see him on a red carpet and he's like not doing interviews, he'll run up to me and give me a hug and like do an interview. Like he's just, he's a really, just like the most genuine down to earth, Guy. never I changed knew it i mm-hmm. absolutely
2: knew that he would be he just comes off cr- i st- i followed him from the a-team games. oh yeah like when it was oh 18, when, uh, yeah when Lego House Girls. oh my god when he's doing <laughs> those rounds and i was like who was this beautiful ginger <laughs> man <the> <laughs> um and i was like i was maintained that like i would love to marry him but like not in a sexual way right in a way of like can you please write me songs and just be my best friend yeah
0: he was cool and then like i would see him backstage at like i remember one time i was at our i, I radio festival doing interviews but it was like in between sh- in between whatever sh- uh sets and he came back and saw me and he's st- and he was like walking with a big crew and saw me he's like chelsea and came over stood and talked to me for like 20 minutes like he's just like cool you know like left his like cool crew um
2: you yeah. have no idea how he's much joy this <laughs> brings me like literally i had i could have like tears in my, back of my eyes because i just have so much admiration for well, him as a human being that's
0: what's special about like because you know you, they say never meet your yeah, idols. idols and like there's some you meet and you're just like oh that's stinks but like yeah he's definitely one that's like a good one so you have a good one day measure mani- of
2: manifesting it
0: yeah so hard. let's get him on the show
2: <laughs> don't even- i literally <laughs> would just go like this the entire time i would just be like staring at him smiling like a fucking <laughs> right. but oh right. my god but what, yeah what yeah. so what uh what insights or like advice would you give to perhaps like fellow entrepreneurs or people in the same space um that you learned along the way?
0: Well, it's hard because I feel like things have changed a lot since then, you know? Mm. Um, but I think, like, the word that comes up that I already kind of said about consistency, right? Mm. So it's, like, I remember I was just really um, disciplined. I'd get up at, like, 5 a.m. every day, get to the studio. Um, and, and like, no matter what, I remember I'd be exhausted. But I was, like, you know, obviously seeing the growth. But I would just do the videos. And, like, um, the consistency, I think, was a really big thing. Um, so I think being consistent with, with um – my friend just said a quote yesterday, actually – we were doing like a moon, <laughs> this sounds so wooey and I live in like Venice now, so this is funny, but I was doing like a new moon <laughs> ceremony because <laughs> there was a, there was a full moon yesterday. Um, but she's told me this quote that it was like, uh, I'm going to mess it up, but it's like behind, um,
1: con- <sighs> Go for it's it. like, you got it. Paraphrase. I know. So hold
0: on. That. Let me think for a second. It's, um, behind consistency is like all my dreams coming true or something. Or it's like the, the step behind consistency, basically being consistent. Be consistent; your dreams will come true, kind of thing. Um, it's him with
2: manifestation, almost.
0: Yeah, but and so um, I think that was that was the biggest thing, and also just like, do what you like, what your vision is, go for it, and don't let other people like t- deter you from it. You know,
2: I think you and Joe probably have that in common, just in in that not only the consistency level, but also the fact that I'm sure there were a lot of people that had a laugh at him, and you when you were like, "I'm going to create this same, totally. well, I'm going to create this dating app," and then you push. Yeah, and on. I think.
1: I I was t- we watched we were listening to Jay Shetty and he has like a lot mm, of great people on his podcast and what was her name um, Oh I couldn't tell you but she she, she runs, runs Skims. Skims Okay Yeah, yeah. But um, uh, Wait
0: uh, Kim Oh no, no. No, like no It's Like Her It's Like One Of The or yeah. Or yeah Um
1: But Yeah Like People Think Everything's So Hard But If You If You Just Consistent For Right Six Months You're Gonna Get Really Good At It Totally And Whatever Happens Happens After That But You Have To Be Consistent Totally And I Think Like In Today's World there's Like People who say they're entrepreneurs, when if you have just that vision, it's pretty easy. Like Everybody can right. have an entrepreneurial vision. It's mm-hmm. so easy to be like, I'm going to create this a, a spaceship that uh, right? goes to Mars and comes back every day. It's like, okay, cool. And then there's people who are doers. And I feel like if you're if you're both, that's great. But if you're more of a doer, you're going to be way ahead of everybody else. Totally. And there's not many doers in the world. Even people right. who we see in the app or people that we meet that are working on things, they're not really doing right. And I, that, I I see that a lot in LA actually. There's so many people with ideas. I meet so many business consultants and I'm like, but what did you do?
2: Right. Like you're
1: advising me, but what did you do? Right. Oh, nothing. I just advise. It's like, okay, okay. Okay. I can advise you all day. (laughs)
2: Right. (laughs) What is that saying? Those who can't do teach. (laughs) Right. I think that's where it comes from.
1: Yeah.
0: Yes, you got to have the teachers too. though. Well, yeah, you know,
2: you definitely have to have the teachers. But, yeah. but then it's. I think it's in that, that kind of mind frame of, of probably coming from a place of actually doing where you go, hmm, why do I need to be advised by someone who hasn't done it themselves? Right. Yeah. Shouldn't get advice from anybody that hasn't done something themselves. It's, I'm, <laughs> I'm a believer in that at least. Um, all right, so you have guest host, hosted for various platforms like MTV News, VH1. Um, and you also have a morning radio show, which I did not know until five minutes ago, which I love that. Um, how do you adapt your hosting style to different audiences and platforms? Or do you?
0: I mean, I don't know that I, I guess it depends. I mean, look, it's like for, it's not even, it's not really like adapt your personality. I feel like it's more adapt, like how you're going about presenting. So meaning like if you're doing red carpet, you're getting a soundbite. So it's more about like that kind of thing, but you're still being yourself. With radio, it's like, that was one thing I learned with radio when I started, when I started doing it was like, when you tell a story, you have to tell it in a certain way, which you don't really, it's funny now I realize I'll, when I tell stories, sometimes I'll tell it in a radio way, but it's like you, you got to hook them. You got to hook them with the first like sentence, and then like you know.
1: It's, what's the hook? What's the the hook sentence? Wh-
0: like um, <laughs> like uh, I remember this one I did where I went to Coachella. I don't know why this one st- sticks out in my head, but it was like uh, when we come back. Like uh, let me tell you about how I I uh, saved. Uh, what was it? Like I saved Coachella and it was like all about how <laughs> I like g- ended up uh, tackling down this person who was stealing people's phones. <laughs> but yeah.
2: How oh, well, you? Be. Be. Beautiful. <laughs>
0: but anyways, but yeah.
2: No, so things like that. Okay, that, that makes so, so it's so. more
0: about like the uh, the mechanics of it. I don't feel like it's so much like the personality of it, but the mechanics. It's so the mechanics. And does it
1: come easy to you? Because I feel like, okay, for us, we have an app and like we do the podcast because it's really fun and right. like, we get to build relationships with really cool people like yourself. But... We're like learning how to host because mm-hmm. like we're, we don't have it in us and you know it's, it's something right. new. For you, is it like ingrained in you where you're just so excited and second so second nature. nature or is it like tough?
0: I would say so. I mean, there's always tough points, right? But I also think like you get nerves and overthink things because you really care. So I feel like I've always been that way no matter what. Um, but yeah, I would say so for the most part. But it's also like sometimes you nail it, sometimes you don't. And that's just like how it goes, you yeah, know. Yeah, not to
2: put too much pressure. Yeah, on sometimes in the situation. you
0: sometimes you do a break and you're like, oh, that was rough, <laughs> you know. And sometimes you do an interview and you're like awkward and you just have an off day, and that just happens too, you know. So um, I've learned to have some grace with myself, but beautiful, though. but yeah, but like I, for sure, I think um, it's definitely. I feel like there is a muscle there that like. Um, like I hadn't done a red carpet in a minute and I just did one a couple weeks ago and I was like, oh, I'm just back on, you <laughs> know? You just like like riding a bike. Yeah. And you get
1: starstruck on the red carpet?
0: No. I mean, there's moments. It's always weird people. Like, cause when you're doing it, you're so again, like I said, it's like you're getting the soundbite. So you're like, oh, here's Billy. Eilish. I need to ask her this, this is okay, great. How am I gonna do that? I'm gonna interact. I'm listening, I'm watching who's coming else down the carpet that I need to make sure to wrap this up. You know, there's so much going yeah. in your head. So it's more about like getting the sound bite. Um, but like, I'll get starstruck about weird people. I mean, obviously like the Beyonce's and Rihanna's of the world, like that's like a, an energy that you oh see God. and you're like, <gasps> okay, that's star power. Um, but like for me, it's like always random people like, uh, someone I grew up watching on a TV show, like mm-hmm. full house. Like I remember the first time I, I like interviewed Candace Cameron Bure, who was DJ Tanner. I was like, oh my gosh, it was <laughs> early on in my career, but I was so starstruck cause I grew up watching that show. So it's like weird, weird ones, mm-hmm. you know? But yeah, you just kind of learn to, they're just people I like guess. Yeah. Know?
2: Sure. yeah i mean i think that but that's probably what you learn the fact that they're just right. people but they just do really fanciful jobs and i'm sure there's people out there who think the same thing about you being like oh my god josey briggs but then it's just like you're you're just a lovely i hate to say normal because nobody's normal but you know what i mean just like a, a human
0: yeah are you guys the the podcast hosts people are yeah. probably starstruck by you guys well uh,
1: <laughs> she has uh shown me into that world yeah because like she was a wilhelmina model so like when I came here, I was like, Oh man, this is so cool. This is LA. Like they're so and so, they're so and so. And then slowly over like she was so cool that she didn't really say anything. And then over time she's like so Yeah. <laughs> she's like, I know him. And she's like, Yeah, I I'm I'm friends with him. And then I'm like, Oh shit, like you're actually ingrained with those people yeah. but it's cool because you don't care well i think i think
2: that's part of the reason why i'm friends with a lot of people right. is the fact that they they know that i don't care i'm like you're a, like if you're a nice human being you treat me well you're a good friend then great we'll be good friends right. I don't give it's like what you do for for a living yeah um and that doesn't have any impact on on the, the way that our friend like friendship functions right i'm sure you think the same thing totally Okay. so out of obviously bar the delicious Ed Sheeran, out of all of your, like, the, the interviews that you've ever done, has it been, like, a standout favorite and or a standout horrible one? Although I'm, um, I feel like it was controversial. So. Yeah.
0: I, um, it's funny. I feel like I do kind of change my answer sometimes when I answer this because it's, it's always kind of different. But, like, I'll just name a couple of my favorites. Like, Billie Eilish is one of my favorite people. She's the dopest. She I've been hilarious. interviewing her since, like, day one, and she's never changed. Like, every time I talk to her, she'll, like, make a comment about, like, farting <laughs> she's just like I'm like you're the biggest star in the world you talk like she's just cool and like I'm like please never change please never change I
2: loved but she's dope just to interrupt you there because I want to continue here but I loved the fact that when she came out um with her diagnosis about Tourette syndrome my right. brother has Tourette's oh yeah and so it was just so beautiful to see someone who was so public right in the public eye talk about something that I feel like has not talked about a lot so I, I really I loved her before that but it made me that little bit more, my heart went out. To yeah.
0: Her. She really represents the generation. Well, I feel like she's like doing big things for them. Just being so vulnerable and real and, um, talking about her anxiety and all that stuff too. Um, but she's great. She's one of my favorite people. I always like walk away from an interview with her and be like, that was fun. That was great. You know, she always gives me a big hug. She's just sweet. Um, I did an interview a couple years ago with DJ Khaled, which is funny to say, but I like spent a whole day at his house in Miami and we like wow. chilled for like hours. <laughs> and, I really had a good time and I respect him because he's such a character. Like you see him and he's like, Oh, we the best, blah, blah, blah. But he is that person. Like he's not putting on a show. Like he's like, we're in his living room and he's like, I'm the best. Bless up. And I'm like, <laughs> DJ Khaled. I'm like, Oh my gosh, this is you. Like you're not, you're like actually I, I respect human. that. Yeah. Oh, um, no, like but that. that was just like a really special shoot. Cause we spent all day together. His kids are running around like his pool boys. Like it was just, that was a fun day. Um, I interviewed Madonna which was like a big moment. Wow. Dolly Parton's great. Oh. I know. Oh
1: uh, the the Thanksgiving cowboys. in the 70s and she, oh, yeah. Seven Seven and she just
0: phenomenal. I mean, she's just the sweetest. She's like the most just you just want to like hug her
2: and then you just see the things that she does behind the scenes like why she started Dollywood right um just like every the more and more I read up on her the more and more I'm like you just have the, not only the biggest boobs in the world but right. the biggest heart
0: but she also did so much for music people don't realize oh, like yeah. she for f- women in music like she fought for her right to get like um you know her portion of songs and not get it taken she's just really she's just a powerhouse and she's dope like she's when I did, interviewed her she like had her arm on her hand on my waist the
2: whole time and I was like oh my god Dolly, I'm being touched by Dolly are we BS- that
0: now. <laughs> that's happening that's awesome but yeah she's that. sweet I love yeah. that so
2: much um, alright so wrap this up do you have do you have any like sneak peeks on like upcoming collaborations or things that you're super excited about um, right now I've, I'm, I'm kind of
0: I was really burnt out for a minute so I'm sort of taking a step I'm doing morning radio show um, it's it's called slacker radio. It's like in all Tesla cars. It's like exclusive oh. Tesla. This is the station. I host a daily show for and a, a weekly countdown show. Um, but you can also get it on the live one app. It's for live one and slacker. Right. So yeah. So that's my everybody day going to watch it, day. Listen to it right now. Come listen, come hang out with me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, all right. So we were talking about this earlier. And so we figured out that you and your boyfriend met on a dating app, which is we did. Raya, yes. which was again, wild to us because I don't think we've ever heard a success story from Mariah thus far. Yeah. Um, so as someone who's deeply involved in the entertainment industry, how do you balance your career and your personal life?
0: I mean, that's like the question, right? I mean, I, I, before I've been with my boyfriend for a year and a half, I was single for probably six years before that. Mm. Granted, I went through like a really bad breakup. So like needed time to heal and all that stuff. But, um, I, I, part of it was because I was so busy with work and I didn't figure it out. And I was like very much in my masculine going from shoot to shoot, working two full-time jobs. Like it was, you know, I think I'm still figuring it out. I think it's been nice to slow down in the last, like, year mm. um, and really, like, because, you know, there was a time when I was missing, like, weddings and special parties, and I'm, like, look back, and I'm, like, that's not what life's about. You need to figure out that balance. Mm. So it's, like, in progress, um, but I think just being more intentional with, like, the jobs you take, with um, how you spend your time, yeah. who you spend it with. Like, I think that's just been something that I'm continually working on, but um, I haven't figured it out yet <laughs> I mean, what, was
1: who, the, who has? what was the evolution of the relationship obviously you met on raya yeah I, I like to get in the weeds with it where how Let's long did it. you guys talk on the app before you met
0: that was so here's what i think how i got lucky because he had just gotten on the app okay um and so i think i got him early but he the funny thing about it is that so the week that we actually met i deleted all my dating apps because i was all like i'm just over it. like which ones I, I was on hinge bumble raya those are my main ones.
1: Okay. Did your um, profile differ depending on the the? I mean, they're app. all kind
0: of different, so you kind of have to, yeah. right? Okay. You gotta like have a little <laughs> different character for each one. Little tailored, one. To well, a little right? Day. Um, and so that the week we met, I deleted all my dating apps. Uh, but he, on Raya, he had I remember he got my number right away, and I was like, oh, this is different. Texted me right away, and then we were texting for a few weeks trying to make plans, but I was out of town for work. He was out of town. And I'd kind of forgot about it. And then the week I delete all my dating apps. So I was like, it's going to be summer. I'm just going to spend my time with my friends and family and travel. Um, he texted me and he's like, hey, by the way, let's go get that drink. Let's do it. And so we met up right away. And um, yeah, it was like pretty instant. Like it was, it was, it, it's actually kind of a cute story because we met at the Pendry rooftop, oh, nice. <laughs> like, which is a
2: really great date spot. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah. We've been, what's that, what's that place underneath it?
1: Uh, I the, think the Bru- it's Oh like, right. The yeah, yep. yeah. There
0: you go. Um and we had a like great chat, hang, we had some uh, espresso martinis, tequila. Oh, nice. Um and I had to go to a he lives in Venice and I had to go to a event in Venice and he had a birthday in West Hollywood where I lived at the time and so we like split ways. Um and then I went to my event, he's at his party, he texts me. He's like, "How's your event?" I'm like, "Kind of lame." "How's your party?" "Kind of lame." He's like, "Do you want to meet up for a nightcap in Venice <laughs> since you're there?" Like, "I'm coming that back." home or whatever so we had like two dates in one day
1: oh that's so cool yeah i love that so much (laughs) and i love the fact that (laughs) your first date was drinks because like that's what we preach i'm very big on that it's yeah it's like an easy yeah no stress
0: low commitment
1: yeah and case in point you had something to do so it's an easy out and if you really like that person you can meet up with them later in the night right the next day
2: yeah yeah i love how how typically it's usually like the next day you know within that week but you're like no Yeah. not well he's it was him that said it which was great and i was like all right i like this guy he's like you know
1: yeah
0: guy knows what he wants i appreciate that what was your
1: um what was the expectation like like when you're texting somebody before you meet them you have an expectation did he outlive the expectation or did you set like a did you set a bar lower it's like whatever happens happens
0: i was really proud of myself in the last probably like six months of dating on dating apps maybe a little less than that but I remember hitting a point where I was just like I'm gonna have no expectations with these dates I'm just gonna have fun mm-hmm. and like for me I interview people for a living so like I actually like love just the connection and mm-hmm. so I would go into the dates and I would just be like no expectation no matter what I'm gonna make it, make a new friend I'm gonna learn something new because I'm gonna like learn about this person's life where they're from whatever and that was kind of I started going into dates like that and it was just fun like I didn't that was like that's like my biggest advice to people dating right now. She's just like, just have fun. Like mm-hmm. it doesn't need to be in, you know, and from each person you learn something and you never know, like maybe that person's best friend is going to be your future husband. Like you just, I don't know, like thinking about it in that way, it's just like, we're just all humans having a human experience. Like just like meet people it's and have fun. a experience. We right. all
2: the time and the fact that it's like, what what is the harm I'm going out in the first date. How right. is it going to harm you? Right. Are you go into a public place, Just so kind of like the safety elements done with. And it, as you said, you might meet a new friend. That person might be connection to your future right. husband and wife. Like, yeah. It, just, it all truly depends. So
0: I feel like with him, I remember seeing his pictures and being like, I know we're going to be friends. Like I felt like, He, like, went to festivals a lot, which I love music, and, like, I just was, like, I feel like this guy just seems friendly, like, we're going to be friends no matter what. That was kind of, like, my expectation going into it, and then I remember, like, walking in, and then, like, as we're talking, I was, like, impressed, and I remember getting, like, really nervous all of a sudden. (laughs) I was, like, I don't usually get nervous, but but I remember (laughs) just being, like, why am I nervous? Oh, my God, am I are the things I'm saying making sense right now? <laughs> like <laughs> I just got like flustered a little bit, and then, but I also couldn't tell if he was like, I'm like, is he into me? Like, what's happening? Like, I was in my head about it. Um, but yeah, so it, I, th- I think definitely exceeded my expectations, but it was, but it just felt like super easy and like natural. It was never like, I think that's the best. Yeah, that's awesome. You know,
1: you I, know? I always, I mean, I could say this now, but I always love going to first date just till I get to know somebody new. Right. But I remember running into the fun. problem, and then this happened a lot here in LA. <laughs> And I think that's because there's just not a lot of genuine men in L.A. Right. But every time I'd go on a date with somebody, I was being so nice and so just engaging, kind of like a friend. And then after the date, I would somehow explain like, hey, I'm not really into this. But right. They'd be like, but you were so nice and like engaging. You seemed so into me. And I'm like, shit, how, how do I balance like being so nice and friendly but also being like.
0: Do you know what's so messed up about that? <laughs> What? It's because like Please you're above, you're above like so like other people in LA, uh, guys in LA that like aren't nice. That's like so sad that like girls aren't used to
1: that. And and I think That's I'm, 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 well, I'm glad you said it. because It's not a well, looks thing. No, I mean, thing. not even that. Like, but there's it, like, so many there's so many good looking men in LA. Right. But there's not a lot of just genuine nice. I don't even want to say men. People that I meet. Right. So when you do meet a nice, genuine person, you kind of want to hold on to that as much as right. you can. And yeah, I think. I was telling her before I met her, I was like, yeah, every every girl I wanted a date with wanted like a second, third date with me. Right. And I was like, I think it's just because I was... A free dinner? Probably. <laughs> well, that probably. is definitely
0: a portion
2: of it.
1: <laughs> but yeah, I think it was just right. like, I was just being nice. And right. they weren't used to just a guy who's just so being nice. Sad.
2: But so I think sad. I think it's also to both of your points earlier of the fact that like people are assuming that a first date will lead to marriage always, right? So they're putting so much pressure on themselves to be like first date marriage. And so they, they would have gone on a date with you and been like... Oh my god, this fellow was so nice right. he was so chivalrous. This could be my husband, right? So of course I'm gonna to want to. Say, instead of just enjoying the process and going, this is yeah. this fella's cool. Like right. this might be a new friend. Blah blah blah. I'm not putting too much pressure in the situation. They immediately dumped all of their expectations onto you, and you're kind of like, oh, I was just trying to be nice. Yeah, like, we're, we're having a good time, but also this yeah, is something that that you know I wanted to lead anywhere.
0: I remember my thing. I remember is that like I'm same way where I'm just like nice and friendly and genuine and like you go out to dinner with someone, like, you send them a text, like, I had so much fun, like, fun meeting you, whatever, and I remember getting this feeling, like, I felt like these guys thought I was, like, being clingy or something, and I'm, like, the opposite of just being nice, I'm, like, we just had, like, a connection, but they would, like, either, like, ghost you, or they, and it's, like, just send me a text back and say, I'm not trying to, like, be your wife, like, there was that (laughs) weird expectation, too, from guys, where, like, you're, like, are we not allowed to, like, be fr- like just have a nice exchange. Like yeah, I think I'm not trying to get anything from you, but there's also that, I think, you know, yeah, there's yeah. always that, a weird uh,
1: place <laughs> exchange of what am I getting from you? What are you getting from me? Right. And Especially think, in a place like Los Angeles. Yeah. I think, yeah. you know, it's maturity and communication and just, you know, Hey, I'm an adult. Like you could, but it's also, right. it's it. also
2: about intention. Like if you had a really great date, with, so, let's use you as an example, you had a really great date with a, like a fella and you text, Hey, you had a great night. And they're like, the fuck? Right. Like, why are you being so clingy? Like, like, so what on earth is your problem? You know what I mean? So it's like people right. just not being on the same page with each other. And I think that's like, I mean, even for two years, us as an example, like, he wasn't, he just moved to Los Angeles, right? So he was, everything was fucking shiny. You got, you got him new too. I got him new. Snatching up, <laughs> babe. I knew what <laughs> I, I was doing. It. Plus I dated a lot of absolute lunatics you right. know what I mean like, same girl same oh my god so the many and I just, the stories I have I, I th- literally because <laughs> I was dating this fella casually for like three months but he was an absolute fucking looney tune oh yeah and I broke up with him or kind of like ended things with him on the Friday and went out on a date with him on the Sunday so I was just I was literally ping like backing off this right. absolute lunatics where I was like oh my god this fella's really lovely but I also know that we felt the exact same thing right even though we weren't necessarily in the same like headspace of like i knew that i was like wanting to date to be able to to be in a serious relationship or marriage and he was like i've just got to la everything's very shiny i want to date around we felt the same connection with each other and that in turn i think allowed us to be on the same page going forward in terms of like multiple dates right etc etc even though we did break up i think we needed to break up for a reason so we could be in appreciate each other exactly so we could be in the stands. um i always like asking people this because you, you said that you were on dating apps um and i always find it really fascinating people's answers so if you could create a dating app feature that doesn't already exist, what would it be and why? I don't know if this exists. I haven't been on in like a
0: year and a half <laughs> now. But um, <laughs> I think the first thing that comes to mind would be like a group date thing. Is that a thing? Yeah. Do we have that? Is it? Well, oh, what is it?
1: Uh, there's a few apps that have that. Okay. Um, yeah, I think.
0: Like the idea of being like, I'm with my girlfriends. We're going to go out to, you know, the nice guy tonight. Like, oh, let's see who's on the group date I, 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 like, like,
1: there's um there's a company these two women started. it's called Foreplay and they do a great job and I I give them a lot of credit because I think it is a cool concept right. Um, but I think it has to be like informal like the way you explained it right. where like you're going out with your girlfriends and it's like okay we want to hang out with like either two guys or a group of guys and it's more fun right. because I think about it as like okay I'm 33 so if I was single at 33 and I wanted to go on a date and potentially meet somebody right there's two issues with me. One, getting four people in their early 30s to have the same schedule is, like, a challenge for me. And then two is, like, if you have four people, how do you know who likes who? Right. And, like, if you want to get deep in conversation with one person, it's awkward on a first date of two other people. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. But I think informally the concept is really cool.
0: Yeah. I just think about, like, when I was, like, in my prime single days, I had a group of single women that, like, were, like, let's go to the beach. But, like, it
2: was just that some... Maybe, but yeah, I f- see what you're saying. Could also but, like break up friendships if you're cool. fighting over I see, guys. I think valid points to everything. Like I like said, in the informal way, it'd be really fun. It was just casually be like, oh my god, it's kind of like how when you're out at a bar and you're with yeah. your girlfriends, and then there's like four fellas crossing, yeah, like, you know, hey, go on. and you'll come across. But there is the potential. Is it? There's a lot of potential for for almost like high school level. But also, right. it
1: goes back to your intention. If you, if you have two women and two men who are both on there for the same reason, and the four of you want to meet. I think it's a great concept because it also adds a layer of safety and it also adds a layer of, um, ease, ease. Right. The the great word. Right. It's just more fun. It's like four of us. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I love that. Um, okay. So what, what's your favorite unconventional date idea that you think more more people should try?
0: Ooh, I know. I like, I don't know if this is unconventional, but like my favorite dates and I, my, my boyfriend and I still do this are just like, I love like, Sitting on the couch and playing like those card games or you question games. That's like
2: we love doing that. That's too. like my favorite thing to do. Like ever. we are not strangers. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Love like it. those are my favorite. Just sit there and like questions, drink some wine, like mm-hmm. just like the real the like actual connection is are my favorite. Are you and your
2: partner um competitive? Uh, like if you play board games or anything, because we are I'm
0: competitive like... in styling an apartment. Oh, because <laughs> really? we have two strong opinions <laughs> for things, but not not necessarily in that. Oh, like who gets.
2: We'll literally play like Scrabble or trivia, and we won't be like seriously arguing with each other. And he was like, "That's not right." Like, <laughs> and I'll do the same. We were
1: playing Cards Against Humanity for Thanksgiving with oh, all yeah. our friends, and I was trying to win, and she was getting, jokingly, mad that I was trying to win. And I was like, "You're so competitive that you're mad that I'm competitive." <laughs> and all of our friends were just like, "They yeah, are crazy." That's so
2: good. <laughs> At least we complimented each other. All right. So what are I always like, I like to ask us this question as well. So what are you, and I don't really like the term, but I suppose there's no other like better way to say it. What are your personal kind of like red flags and green flags when it comes to like a a potential partner or a partner in general?
0: Um, Red flags, definitely if the person doesn't have like close friends, like a close, it doesn't have to be a group, like a, you know, just like good friendships that are like, that are below the surface, that aren't like just surface, you know, like, Deep friendships. I actually, I think this could be controversial, but I actually <laughs> like when guys have friends that are girls too, because I think that it shows that they're like sensitive. Mm. And I remember my boyfriend has like a handful of girls that are friends, like genuine close friends. And when we first started dating, he's like, "Does that bother you?" And I was like, "It doesn't bother me. as like as long as they're nice to me. The minute any of them are rude, or then I know there's something weird." Okay. So I know there's something weird, there's something going on, they like, they have a crush, whatever, that's not, I'm not cool with, and that's, that, what that's I when preach. I might step in and be like, I don't want you to hang out with this person. That's
2: what I preach, and that's what I say to him right. all the time, I'm like, I don't give a fuck if you hang out with women all day, every right. day. Right. As long as they are respectful and nice right. to me, the moment that I, and because as women we're so intuitive, right? right, so I can feel that undercurrent, like even if they're super lovely to him, and they're a little cunty towards me, uh, no. I'm like, no I'm, time for this. No time for that. Also, I'm not going to, like I, as a, as a partner in a relationship, I would advise my husband to not hang out with that person, because... I, don't, I think that's a good that's dynamic for us. We don't pick I'm up
1: on it as easily though. Yeah, that's so true. <laughs> yeah, that so is what I'm so saying. true. So that's why I was telling you, right. like, you have
2: to trust me. And when I sit there and say, mm, I don't know about that person because of the way that they treat me rather than the way that they treat me. Right, right. So I love that, yes. So
0: friends, um, I, I like someone who's close to their family, you know? I mean, obviously that's not like a, but I, I think that's a, a definitely a green flag. Uh, red flag, um, going back and forth. I like that. Um, red flag. Um, I mean, I guess someone who doesn't like uh music (laughs) doesn't like music yeah actually oh i know what one is what this is i'm very passionate about this one and actually my ex that was like a really bad breakup didn't do this and now i look back and i'm like oh makes sense if a guy doesn't dance
1: try not be a good dancer no
0: like just like (laughs) like just like i'm gonna we're gonna be at weddings together oh yeah like if you don't get on the dance floor with me and just like like be goofy and have fun and like have a good time But seriously, think about that. I don't want to do life with you if you can't just like dance through the storm. That's a quote. But like, you know what I mean? like I, just like <laughs> dance, like have fun, like let loose. Don't take yourself too seriously. I guess is like a. I think there a were a thing. couple of times,
2: like when, once we were at the Beverly Hills Hotel and we were having like a couple of drinks and like a little nibble, and there was a live band there, and I was like, "Get up and dance with me," and he was like, "No." <laughs> I was like, oh, no. I was like, get up. I, I was like, it. I was like, get up and dance with me. And then he danced with <laughs> me, and then everybody around us started dancing. Right, and it was like at weddings or like anything. Like I'm, I'm very much that type of person. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. I'm lanky totally. as hell. Like I'll dance we and dance I will look
1: horrible. I'm not well, like a good
0: dancer it. at all. But like, just like, I think there's something about that speaks to to more depth. To me, than like, if you can get up and dance and just have fun and, like, enjoy yourself. Um, Green flag. Obviously, like, loyal. All the things. I've always dated. I think the thing, the running through line of guys I've dated, it's always been guys that are, like, successful, hardworking. But, like, I think the pit of that is just that passionate about what they do or Mm. passionate about something. Right? Mm. So I think that's a very attractive quality to me. Whether it's even, like, surfing or, like, you know, reading, whatever. It's, like, that. I think that's really important to have, like, you each have your own passions. I think that's special
2: i wholeheartedly agree and i think that we've we've talked about this a couple of times it's like when someone's truly like even though don't get me wrong being married to an entrepreneur has its right right peaks and pitfalls right understanding that he is so (laughs) 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 understanding that he's so passionate about something and pours all of his time and energy into it like literally from 8 a.m until 11 p.m every day that is one of the more attractive. And there's a lot of attractive qualities about you, darling. But there are a lot of, <laughs> right. that's one of the more attractive qualities because it, it is, it's just such a, I don't know, attractive is like the very minimum of what it is. Right. It's, it's hard to kind of like uh, articulate right. what, what that feeling I think is. I it goes
1: back to what we were saying earlier is that you're, you're what I want. You're a huge add-on to my life. If you weren't there, I'd be fine because I have so much going on mm. that I'm working on my passion. And I think that's, that's the difference. When right. you find a partner who's an add-on to your life mm. and also doesn't deter you from your passion, that's when you know it's, like, someone important. Right. Well, that's you what,
2: what do I always say to you. Like, I was like, I want you, but I don't need you. Yes. Yeah. And I think that's a really important thing for for not only us to continually do and right. you, you and your partner, but, yep. like, every couple is is, is acknowledging and, and knowing that, like, I'm okay by myself, right? I don't want to be by myself. I would much rather be with a partner and I love you and I'd much rather be with you. But at the end of the day, I've got my fucking shit covered. Totally. You know, that is such an attractive, right? That's so so funny. My boyfriend's
0: like said that to me. He's like, you don't need me.
2: And I love that. He's like, like,
0: same. It goes both
2: ways. It's great.
0: Wait, So
1: you said your last boyfriend was a tough breakup. Mm -hmm. What's so different about your current boyfriend versus your last boyfriend?
0: I think the biggest thing there's like, um, he was
2: Australian.
1: <laughs> I'm just kidding. Was he? I'm so oh, sorry. My God. Wait, was he?
2: I'm so sorry for my entire country. <laughs> but also, I will but to Australian guys are—you know—Australian fellas are just a different breed to Australian women, mm. right? Like I've always said that, like they're beautiful. They're not the sharpest tools right. in the shed, and they're a little bit fucking misogynistic. Yeah. Sorry, uh, the greater Australian sorry. male population, but that's fucking true. <laughs> there are
0: some good ones too, yeah of course. But you know, where obviously, uh, Melbourne. Oh, Brisbane. Okay, see, Brisbane. We're well, All cool people from Brisbane. See? Thank
2: you, um, Joe.
1: No, <laughs> you, no. I think you're cool, but. but <laughs> no, cool. I think Sydney's Bris- the coolest, but. I think oh, you're cool, cool because Brisbane is not cool and like you're forced to be cool.
0: Yeah, you say this now, <laughs> but you don't say that shit behind doors. Um, but I think the biggest thing, honestly, as I've looked back, well, I think it, there's two things, but I think I've done, I did a lot of work on myself, like between relationships. Like I really, and like thank God you look back and, that those are the best kind of breakups, right? Mm. When th- that's why I think everyone should experience that kind of heartbreak, even though it's the worst thing in the entire world. But it's like it, when it forces you to do to do things that really make you mm. a better person, and like you know, it forced me to like get into yoga and meditation, and like just like do shadow work, like things mm-hmm. that, like that. That I think made me understand myself more so i show up in a relationship different so that's part of it but i look back on it and like he definitely like my boyfriend now is a very he's very deep he's very articulate he's very um communicative he does the work too he goes to therapy as a life coach like he's like <laughs> and my ex was just like i look back and i'm like we like didn't what did we talk about <laughs> you know like i think it was very surface yeah but i also wasn't there either so like you know it's one of those things where you i can look back and see how i've evolved which is yeah i mean
1: Super, like a huge growth moment because mm-hmm. we always say, like, okay, in your relationship that didn't go well, would you have dated yourself? Right? And most people do what you did, they look back. And like when I was with her, I was like, would I have dated myself? I'm like, when no. the
0: first before you, like,
2: when before you broke, you out broke out. up, oh, I yep. was like, be,
1: because I think there's an ego and a part of everybody that's like, I'm the best.
2: Wait, who broke up with who? Well, it's, it's, this is the thing It's like we had, we had, we had broken up with each other <laughs> and then kind of gotten back together and broken up with each other and got back together. And I think that that last time it was actually him that kind of cut it off because for a multitude of different reasons, but I think it was just the back and forth, the back and forth, the app was on a, a very big uptick. Right. He really needed to focus on what was happening. And he was kind of the one being like, listen, we're kind of destroying each other. Mm. And I had said that in the months previous to that. So it was, uh, you want to say in a way it's mutual, but he was the one that kind of like really right. stuck the. But in, you probably knew that. I did. It's like an way. ego check. You
0: know what I mean. The think, but think about it. Like I, I look back at that too, and I'm like, that oh, my ego hurt so bad. Mm. It was so like, but like I needed it. I needed it to it's like true. To I hit think, that that ground
2: and yeah. Like, I think when we broke
1: work. up, I was, I come from a very cushiony, not financially very cushiony, like love and ease of life, idealistic
2: childhood. Okay. Yeah. Like,
1: so like I don't, I never really cared to deal with people who had things going on. Right. I was just like. I, th- I saw it as drama, mm. which is obviously not healthy. Right. I was more of like... A, Wait, what know, do you
0: mean by stuff going on? So Like, like I if com- you have issues
1: in life, like if you have oh, things, like if you have right. serious, like say family issues or uh, trust issues or, you know, you've had a tough upbringing. Which is ultimately for me. I, I always <laughs> felt bad for those people right. and I would be there for them, but you I, I have- never allowed it to impact me. I was like, mm. okay, I'm not letting that right. impact my day to day. And if a woman in the past had... Showing that to me and just be like, okay, you're not for me because I want like a quote unquote drama-free life, which right. is not a real thing. Right. Because I wasn't emotionally uh, evolved. So during the breakup, I was like, okay, I need to really learn how to be emotionally intelligent and like mature. Did and, you like, think be, for,
0: was that for yourself or for her? For to, me. Her for back? me. Okay. No, I was just
1: like, I, I was like, I want to be like a real man. Like a real right. man is not someone who's just like, oh, fuck your emotions. Like right. that's not real. Um. So I was like, I need to really change. And then I think- You could speak for yourself, but I think she needed to shed off some Mm -hmm. trauma Mm -hmm. of like, hey, I'm not the guy that did all these bad things to you in the past. Like, it's not me. You can't hold that against me.
2: Yeah, I needed to work on myself. I think it's just as much, if not more in some aspects, than you needed to work on yourself. Mm. And it was that acknowledgement of the fact that we had to, like, we both knew that we had to separate. We knew it was never, all we're going to do is burn down to the ground if we were going to stay together and I think we both had enough respect and love for each other where we're like fuck no I can't do this and I think it was the fact that and I always like preachers I even preachers to like some friends who were kind of going through similar situations where I'm like baby have to have no contact right because you cannot try to heal in the same space that kind of broke you right or that you feel like broke you you've got to be able to move like separate yourself from it really go inward again right figure your own shit out live your life love your life And then what's meant to be will come your way. Right.
0: I love that. Do you know what I did, which I look back on and it's kind of embarrassing, but also I'm like, man, I was a badass when I, when my, (laughs) when my ex broke up with me, which was like kind of, I mean, looking back, right. There were so many signs, but in my mind, in that moment, it was like blindsided and I didn't know how to handle my emotions. I didn't know how to like cope. So he breaks up. Well, we kind of have the initial talk and I'm like devastated. And then the next day he's like, I'm going to send you an email to like express my full feelings. And like, I was like, okay, what is, I don't know what's happening. I'm in denial get the email, basically him breaking up with me in an email. And so he's like, call me after whatever. Nine months. Do not answer his phone call. Do not answer his text. Do not completely radio silence. So,
1: but you you radio silence him after the email because
0: I was like, in my mind, I'm like, I I'm first off, I'm not okay. I need to, I need to take care of myself. Um, he obviously made, he didn't ask me how I feel. He's just making his decision. So, fuck you and like i but i but i like it sounds strong but i also think it was like a coping mechanism because i felt like i had power because yeah. i was like cuz he was like then he had no closure cuz he's like i just sent her an email and then never we were together for 2 years and like never talk like never got to That's officially the have the breakup too. i was like but it was great it, i mean in
1: well, a messed you
0: know, up way where i was like holding on to this and he was texting me still and i'm like ah oh, plop Die answering. it oh, well, it's like, next nice to be you. That's great. In a
2: small way, it's kind of like a little bit vindictive, but you know, you know, one hundred percent vindictive. Like, but almost in like a healthy way, because it's like you're sitting there going to yourself, okay. Well, I'm not, I'm not going to feed into it. I knew my worth. Exactly. I feel like in a
0: weird way, but I, even though I feel like I had a lot of work to do still, but maybe that, yeah.
2: It's like I feel like it's vindictive in a like if there even is such a thing in like a healthy way where you just go, okay, well, I like yeah. There's a little bit of power of going, okay, well, I'm not going to reply to right. the shit that you've written down to me, but like what you've just done, and how you've just done it, has shown me the path of which I want to walk. Right. And you're not included in that right. path. So I'm gonna start that now by just completely cutting off contact and having absolutely nothing to do with it. Like he would sometimes reply to my like Instagram stories and the time that we were away, not a fucking tape yes. for me. Yes. Not a not a word.
1: You aren't accessible.
2: <laughs> I was not accessible in any way, shape or form, but it was and it, again, it was a tiny bit of right. there was that element to it and I cannot lie to myself that right. there's not. But it was more so to do with the fact that I was like, you know what, mate, love you. But also at the same time. Well, what I've are we my, doing here? I've got my own shit. Right, too. right, right. Again, don't don't need you, want you. Right. And I also kind of don't want you at the moment. Right. <laughs> you're like, I'm having fun. <laughs> I'm living my fucking life. And I was. And it was so, it was, that was that was the energy you're putting out. And so are you. Right. And like I said, you just come back together. And then we we had our first first official date afterwards. We went and had coffee. Did you ask her? He did.
1: Yeah. So I mean. As <laughs> he did do, You You like envision how it's going to go. And I was like, oh, we had broken up in maybe like March. Mm-hmm. And my birthday was May 1st. So I was like, okay. This is gonna be easy, and then May first, she's gonna reach out because she's so nice for my birthday, and then I'll like play lovey dovey, and then Taurus. Yeah,
0: I'm a Taurus
1: too. And then are uh, you?
0: What are you? Sagittarius. Okay, like Sagittarius. And then I was just
1: like, and then I'll feel it out, and then my birthday came, and she just said happy birthday. Nothing and else. That was it. And I yes, like, girl. And I like responded <laughs> with like, hey, like how are you doing? Blah blah blah. A couple of paragraphs, no answer, and I was like, shit, that did not go the way I thought it was going. <laughs> and then after that, it was like another month. And I didn't know what to do because I was like, I kind of want to talk to her, but I can't reach out again. And then is it so
0: funny the things you like? So yeah, and then
1: I just lost my, my pride and I was like, Hey, like, well, can we get a coffee? Right. And she was like, Yeah. And then she had this different beaming confidence, and I was like, Oh, how are you? She's like, Oh, I'm good. I'm moving back to Australia. I was like, What do you mean? Like that was the first thing she said to me, and I said, <laughs> and like my heart, you know, you got ner- you said you got nervous on the first date. Right. I got super nervous. I was like, What do you mean you move back to Australia? She's mm. like, Yeah, I, I packed up my bags, like i'm done i'm left moving my back agency. and she had like a plane ticket and, wow. a date. and i was like no like we have to we have to be together do you say that kind of yeah i like, think
2: it was just more so like he like literally you could see the visceral shock in his face he was like what do you mean and i was like well sweet to be honest like i'm, I'm done. Da- yeah i've been done da- i'm done with my modeling career <laughs> right i don't want to do this anymore and i had nothing left to keep me here in, in america i have my best friend, who I, whom i adore but like uh, that's not enough to be able to keep me in a, in right. a space that's away from my family. And we've, we we've broke up, so there's no reason for me to stay here. Right. He, he, I remember you literally going, but you can't. And I was like, but I am. Like, oh, he's he loves me. And, and that was – I think that was the start of it. And then it was like – and then he, I remember us talking for the, like the couple of months after that, being like, well, what are you going to do? I'm like, well, I'm still moving back to Australia. Like I'm not going to move. I'm not going to completely change right. my plans. So you had
0: two months here after – You guys like met up. You still had two more months until. Well, I had
2: like I think it was about three months left of what was actually going on. We met in June,
1: and she was moving back in September. Okay. So I was like, okay, I have to take these three months or whatever it was to like really see if this is real, right? And we were hooked. We got engaged right before she went back. No, I love that. Yeah.
2: yeah, And then I and then I decided that obviously I come back to and I I went to Australia. We got engaged on like I can't remember the date of it, but we got engaged, and then the next week I left to Australia, and then I was there for three months. And he was here. Wow. So we were separated for it and then we got married. Now, do you
1: and your partner, well, how about you? Do you start to think about when is this going to happen? Like you're a year and a half in.
0: Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's so funny because we're actually having these conversations right now. (laughs) But uh, (laughs) um, yeah, I mean, it's like, it's, it's crazy because I've never been in a relationship where everyone around me is like, this is your person like oh. everyone like my family my mom my, and my parents are not my parents raised an independent girl like my parents like never I mean I was single for years and like never once were like where's your boyfriend are you getting married but like never pressured me whatever but met him and they're like my mom's like he's the one and I was like are you asking me or telling me like, really? <laughs> like, yeah oh yeah and it, my parents are not like that at all um are you but close with them mm-hmm, very close and
1: where are you guys from Michigan oh okay cool
0: yeah where are you from New York okay
2: East.
1: Very cool.
0: We've already established Um, where I'm from. Yeah. Um, But yeah, so, but yeah, so I think like right now it's funny. It's, and, and we're at an age now to where it's like all of our friends are getting married, having babies. We had like four weddings last year. We had this month, we had two weddings. Um, So it's like a lot. Um, And so everyone's questioning him. And so I think we're trying to figure it out. And where is he from? He's from Calabasas from LA. Oh, wow. Which also was, I I thought was a red flag.
2: Why?
0: (laughs) You know, I, I, you know, this is what it was. When I first moved to LA, I had some bad experiences, but they were with girl women, like LA women that were just like not nice people. Mm. And so I had in my head that like LA people are like jaded, not nice and like backstabbing and that, I think that's why. Okay. Um, and then I just never, it's like funny. I mean, I don't know if you experienced it, but like LA guys are not, are far and few in between. I felt mm. when I was dating, like I didn't, I don't know if I've ever, maybe a couple LA guys, but not, not a ton anyways. So. But yeah, no, he's great. Comes from, um, yeah, his family's in Calabasas. Grew up in Calabasas.
2: So. Nice.
1: What's Calabasas yeah. like?
2: We've driven through it a couple of times.
1: It's but not,
0: but he like he's not. You know, Calabasas is like the Kardashians, but it's not. It, he grew up there his whole life. It's like he went to Calabasas High, but it's not. You know, it's he's like, like he like suburb. jokes about how him and his friends had like the worst
2: cars in the, <laughs> in
0: the, in the high school it's outside the like, out be friends. You know, like they're all yeah. It's but nice.
2: It's a beautiful suburb. It's like what from here? It's nice. Five minutes. It's very family oriented. Yeah, very It's really like.
1: What I just burby. went to Echo Park for the first time this weekend oh,
2: wow. First time?
0: Yeah. Wait, How long have you been here? Three years Three years We gotta get him I'm trying We gotta then. get him out I'm trying so You guys gotta go to
2: Venice my, and hang out with us
1: Yeah, we well, um, I we haven't been in Venice a lot I don't no, know why No, not
2: really Santa Monica more so than Venice But mm-hmm. yes, we'll definitely come Now we have an excuse Now we have a reason Yes, Chelsea.
1: Yeah yes. I feel like my boundaries go from uh, El Segundo
2: Beverly Hills to Beverly Hills
1: <laughs> To Beverly Hills and That's it <laughs>
2: <laughs> we gotta get you out. Yeah. I've, lived, I've lived all over. I lived on Same. The, all, all across the east, east side and then up in the valley on the west side in Laguna Beach, right? Well, in Orange County. Through 12 years, it's like, isn't it crazy how you like know the city so well? And then sometimes I feel like I know the city not at all. Like I'll be driving really? t- yeah. like through streets. I'm like, what the fuck? Where'd this come from? Right. And it's just wild. But I think that's the beauty for Los Angeles. But yeah, I will agree. It's like there's people. Sometimes you meet people here, and you're like, mate, why are you so nasty? <laughs> like, know. what is? Yeah. The, what's the point of you being so nasty? And then you get then you yourself kind of get this jaded view of of the people who <laughs> live here or people who have been here for a long time. Right. Um. Because I always say like people are like oh fucking i A. I'm like listen. LA like everywhere has its right. its downfalls, but at the same time, why the fuck do we live here if we hate it so much? Right.
1: I love our community. Like, and when I mean our community, I mean like people the that people we, we bring into like the podcast. Yeah. Because big thing for me is I only want to associate myself with people who have the same not dating mission as me, right. but like connection mission on being real and genuine and authentic. Mm. And it's been so beautiful, forming my own little community. Right. In LA. And it's like everything else is whatever i don't care
0: that's the biggest thing is community like i i i feel like it took me 5 years mm-hmm. to, i had i met some good friends along the way that like still are close friends but like it took me 5 solid years in la to meet my like ride or die girlfriends that's like nice. my like best friends ever you know and i have i have great friends back home too but like but it takes time to, yeah. like yes. at, at this age, too. You're working, you have other things going on, life is happening, um, but LA's tough. But once you find that, you have to hold on to it because it's everything, especially if you're
2: away from your family,
0: you oh, know, yeah. like you need that. I
2: feel like a lot of people here are away from their families so the fact to be able to find like a legitimate community, a family of friends, or right. friends of family, whatever the fuck it is, is really truly important. I oh, know, we're about to finish. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Are we over time to wrap up? Well, no,
1: we're perfect on time, okay. but rapid fire.
2: Okay, let's go. You read my mind, darling. You know so what? rapid fire, obviously you know what that means. Quick right. quick, short answers. So when you're not working, what are your favorite ways to unwind or spend your free time?
0: Um, hiking, going to the beach, hanging out with friends, concerts, festivals. Yeah, absolutely love uh, it.
1: Before you continue, I know it's rapid fire, but I'm going to interject. <clears throat> what do you feel about running? <laughs>
0: Oh, I love running in, but it's like, You're I'm mixed I, already you know, emotions. because like I, it's, it's become it's, it's a lot, but I started going there so many, when I first moved to LA, I would go literally five times a week. It was my favorite place. It was my church. I manifested my whole life and career at that mountain. Like, I swear to you, that was like how I learned about just like prayer and manifestation. And like that mountain got me Holly, Holly wire and everything. Like, anyways, I love that mountain. I used to go all the time. It's just become, it's, it's a lot. It's like a scene. But I still, I go, I'll go, I haven't gone in a while because I live in Venice now, but I would go and like, you know, when I go, it makes me happy.
1: (laughs) Probably the best response I could have asked for because um, I go there twice a week and I tell her I go for one (laughs) One group reason because I clear my head, Mm -hmm. I'm exercising, but I literally think about all my business ideas and I I think about life and I just... I just go up the pavement mm-hmm. and I know exactly how much all time the way to it's gonna take. Uh, all all the, way the, the way to the left. left. Yeah, I, I know exactly route. how much time it's gonna take. And I literally just think about everything. And I come down <clears> and I write all my notes down and it's like, because of Runyon.
0: So I started going, but when that route to all the way to the left wasn't even a route. Okay. Um, my friend actually um, showed it to me. Like it was, it was like barely. It was like grass still, and like not even. And so we started like going before anyone went that way. Wow. And now it's like an actual path, which is crazy. Um, but I would do the same thing, and then on the way, I would go up and just kind of, you know, get your workout, in and then on the way down, say out loud,
1: that's awesome. what you
0: what what your like hopes and yeah, dreams I love are, it. and like whis- like whisper it, say it loud if there's people around, whatever. But like I swear, I like it. it's a very magical mountain. But I haven't been in
2: a while. (laughs) Do I feel so vindicated right now? (laughs) You're like, I hate it. It's not that I hate it. It's also like, I feel like there's so many other beautiful hikes in Los Angeles, but also I I get why he is going for the (laughs) mental clarity of reason because it's actual legit exercise kind of. Do you know what it's so great about it, which I loved about
0: it too, is that it's quick. It's an hour. Like you can mm, literally do it. I would do it in an hour.
1: Exactly. I tell tell her. Or less. I know it's going to, well, it takes one hour. Right. If you go at a normal pace, it's a half an hour up, half half an hour down. So I'm like, me being so busy, I know exactly how much time it right. takes and I can kill all these birds with one mm-hmm. stone. Just think, exercise, right. manifest, be in nature, not be in nature, and then just I'm done.
2: Okay, you're right. All right fine. <laughs> I concede. Running's amazing. Um, <laughs>
1: <laughs> wow, she put a kibosh Now on you it. can
2: high five. <laughs> Alright, one thing on your bucket list.
0: Mm, I would love to um, I'd love to take Sometime in my life I'd love to take like three to six months off, maybe a year, and mm. just travel. Love that. Like with my boyfriend, husband at the time, whatever. Like I would just love to like – it's so opposite of like how I how I am, like being in L.A., workaholic. Like I just think taking the year off and just like seeing the world. And
2: I love that. I think that would be great. Really beautiful for the mind, body, and soul in mm-hmm. a lot of different ways. Uh, what is your ultimate act of self-care? Uh, meditation, probably. Meditation,
0: um – work, like all that sort of like meditation <clears throat> type stuff. Um, yeah, definitely like self self development type stuff. Love like that. that. Yeah.
2: What's your love language? Touch. Really? Touch.
0: Yeah. So is my boyfriend's, and uh, but then I also feel like quality time is is up there too. But yeah,
2: definitely physical. Quality touch. time is one of mine. Yeah. Definitely. Maybe if, even the highest. I'm not sure. Um, if you weren't in your current profession, what would you be doing? I don't
0: know exactly, but I think it would definitely be something with kids. I, like, love children and kids. And, like, like I think it would be fun – not fun, but probably really hard. But, like, to be, like, a, a child psychologist or work at, like – a—I feel like one of the things I really want to do in this lifetime – well, one, I, I would love to, like, adopt eventually. But then also, like, work in an orphanage. Like, I would mm. love to, like – I mean, it would be really – Sad, I'm sure. But
2: like something about kids, I just i am really drawn Sad to. Sad but beautiful at the same time. Yeah. It, of course, it will pull at your heartstrings, but it'd be such a worthwhile cause right. to invest your time into. Mm-hmm. All right. Last but not least, um, what inspires you most in life? Mm. Um,
0: I feel like my friends, my friends, um, my friends and family, like I feel like my family, I came from like a very humble beginning and like you know the reason why I worked so hard was because like you know I wanted to have more and like provide for my family one day and all that stuff and so they inspire me in that way and then my group of friends here they're just so like just beautiful people they're always you know challenging themselves to be better people and that really inspires me that's on the personal side and then I think also just like art like I love art and music anything in the arts is like inspiring
2: I love that so yeah for me Chelsea, thank you so much for Uh, being being here today. This was so much fun. Can you please let our audience
0: know where to find you? Yes, you can find me at Chelsea underscore Briggs on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, all the things. Awesome. This is awesome. I
1: really appreciate it. Yeah, of course. Um, Yeah, I hope we could add you to our L.A. Yeah, come to, to, to Venice. Yeah, come to side. We go to the beach. We're we are going to the we brig. Can double date. Yeah. But not as a first date. A double
2: oh, date. I love it. As I, I love, it. I here love it so much. Can't Can't wait. wait. thanks, guys. You Thank did
0: great. You. Great hosts. Great. It's right here. <laughs> <laughs>